Hello, I'm Gavin Horgan, Headmaster of Millfield School in Somerset, the largest co-educational boarding school in the UK. Welcome to the Millfield Way podcast. Here, you'll hear from teachers, coaches and students from Millfield and Millfield Prep School. Millfield is traditionally different, and this is the Millfield Way. Hello and welcome to our podcast with your captains of school for the summer term. I'm Jay. And I'm Izzy. And today we are joined by the current captains of rugby, Hallie Heath and Yayan Davies. Hallie, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Hallie, I'm captain of the girls team this year. I started Milford in year nine and started rugby last January when it first became an option for the school. Yayan? Hi, uh, my name's Jan. Um, I joined school back in year nine as well, um, and that's where sort of my Milford rugby journey started. But I've been playing rugby since the age of four or five back home, so it's just carrying on, carrying on the rugby at school. So now we're going to head on to the five fast questions. So for Jan, what's so unique about the Milford rugby program? I think what's unique about Milford as a whole, but especially the rugby program, is like the expectation of excellence. And what I mean by that is um, that everything we do and everything around us, the coaches, the facilities, uh, the players, everything is really top quality and really pushes the boundaries for under-18s and schoolboy rugby. So I think it's how we can uh, sort of always be right at the top of our game that sets us apart from from other schools um, and allows us to get the results that, that we always get. So, Hallie, recently you've been very successful in the girls' rugby um, and... You started from a very small point, uh, quite recently actually. And what do you see the girls' rugby um, and Millfield developing into in the future? So I agree with Yen. The rugby at the school holds itself to a very high standard, and I see that coming through the girls' development through the past couple of years. From last year, we started with a very basic team. We've come in this year with new scholarships for girls, video analysis, and new coaches such as Miss Atkinson, who was part of the sevens first ever sevens women's team and she's been incredibly influential for us and a big inspiration okay that sounds great and now for both of you um what's your millfield what's the best millfield rugby moment um well i've sort of got two it's hard to hard to really pick one um one was last year going out to sedba away and and winning there for the first time ever in the school's history um it was a really really tough game in pretty poor conditions so actually to get the win was pretty inspiring for the boys and, and sort of to be the first team doing it was, was pretty awesome. But also uh, in, in December, we went out to Thailand for the World Schools Festival uh, and we got to play against the best schools in the, in the world and really experience how other, other countries play their rugby. And I think that was also like such an honour to be there and, and represent England as, as, as the school. And yeah, it was just pretty, pretty surreal. Yeah, similarly, uh, our previous tournament at Clifton College, I think our last final match has been some of our best play. We have, we had supporters from the first team that had played before that for the boys and our new U16s who were all on the sideline just screaming support and it was some of the best I've seen this time. So I'm very proud of everyone for that. Oh, that sounds great. Um, what areas do you think Milford Rugby can improve on? This could be in um, the school in general or certain aspects of rugby which you think we have weaknesses in? Yeah, it's, it's really tough to sort of answer uh, a question like that when the programme's done so much for me and so many other people across the years. Like, it's hard to pick out probably one specific point of difference, like point where we could improve because 
the way it's developed and the way people have come through the system is is really incredible. Um, I think like as as an improvement, it's so difficult to balance uh, your high excellent rugby at first team level, but also your, your recreational players at third and fourth team, and it works. It's definitely effective, but maybe there could be. Uh, just a little bit extra on that like the boys that the boys and girls that just want to just turn up for a bit have a bit of fun with their mates like training is very always always pretty uh to a high standard so for those players I mean recently we've allowed players to go and play for their local club of, of Tor RSC and go away and play with Taunton as well so maybe that that is probably a link we could keep building there but I think that's still in the early stages so for those who literally just want to play a bit of recreational rugby on a Wednesday or a Saturday that maybe could be uh, could be their option. I think that that link probably probably is strengthened a little bit. Yeah, similarly with the girls, I think some of the links we're still progressing as the girls is still in its infancy a bit. We're trying to find more relations to Bristol Bears through Miss um, Atkinson again, and then to further that, maybe implementing a bit more into the prep school. Getting those that knowledge into those early years is going to really help the first team progress a lot more. Oh, so like similarly with netball where everyone kind of does it in their games option? Yeah, that yeah, would be Because this year it's the option for everyone in the senior school, so if we can keep getting that to the year, like younger years, it'll really progress. But yeah, sounds great. Um, so the Milford Rugby Programme really strives for excellence, as you said, and what makes it stand out from the rest of the rugby programmes across the country and even across the world? I think... You, it starts right at the top, and, and when you've got people like Mr. Mallet and Mr. Galatas in new this year, these these are both people that have played rugby at a very high level, uh, so they understand our experiences. They've also been through the Milford programme, so they know exactly how the boys are feeling uh, and exactly how you know demand is, is, is uh, managed with school and with rugby and possibly academies or, or other sort of clubs and fixtures they're playing for. So that really helps that they understand what, what we're doing and how we sort of need to manage ourselves. And then obviously you can look at the facilities, like anyone can realise how uh, top level, how incredible the stuff is here for you to you to get better. And sort of what we use as, as a rugby programme is, is there's no excuse not to be at the top because everything that you get given, your nutrition, your facilities, the coach and everything is so top class, it's almost down to you as an individual to to look after yourself and really really be at the top and I think you can definitely see there's there's a lot of individuals that have come through the program that have applied themselves in that way and it's then seen for them to go on and probably play professional rugby or international rugby or still be involved in the program and I think that's probably probably the difference here with with what we do compared to other schools yeah I think a big difference we see in our team is that we're able to balance girls who have a top team of other sports. We've had many like first team netball or hockey players come through and been been able to play for us as well, and we've been able to accommodate for them. And I think that you see that balance everywhere in Milford. People are top in their sport, but also top in music, top in academics. People can do everything here. And how does the school adapt to help balance out um, the busy lives of all the students? Do you think? I think. The flexibility of different training sessions, different skill sessions you can go to, but also where you place your music lessons and different things. The school ensures people aren't burnt out, but also can do everything they want to. Yeah, I'd, I'd echo that, definitely. Um, I think there's a mutual understanding between all teachers and coaches here that people are busy and people 
don't necessarily always thrive in the classroom and, and it's something outside the classroom that really suits them and takes takes their interest and it's what they're good at. So I think the link between the coaches, the teachers, the music teachers, everyone like that is is so so great to understand that, you know, people have got commitments and it's about balancing them. You know, one week you might focus on your academics and your rugby coaches, yeah, fine, no worries, get on top of it and you can come back stronger next week and vice versa the other week if you've got a big game, you know, the rugby coaches might email in to a teacher and ask, look, can we just grab him for the extra half an hour just to prep for Saturday? And yeah, then, so they're all just really yeah, understanding. Yeah, and, we'll, and we'll sort of pay you back yeah. later, later in time. Yeah. As a final sort of question, do you have a best non-rugby Milford moment or have all the best moments been rugby? Um, majority, majority <laughs> have been pretty good. Yeah. I've had a pretty two, last two years and especially have been pretty good. Um, for me, I mean, I'm hoping probably to make one on Saturday. So I'll be representing England for the, for, for my first time, uh, gaining my first cap against France. So, I mean, hopefully that'll be a nice day. But if, uh, if that doesn't go so well, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so many through the years sort of representing Bath as well with that has been pretty amazing for the last three years. And the way that school has helped us do that has been pretty special. So, Probably either either the moment on Saturday if it goes well, or uh, or a bath moment as well. How do yours? Oh, outside of school. Uh, non rugby best moment. Uh, I have a few. I've always enjoyed the outdoor ed in this school with ten tours, and then I've extended that to join air cadets and enjoy flying opportunities and different stuff like that. Which has been a lot of fun. But. Yeah, sounds good. Well, thank you for being our first guest. Thank you. On the yeah. Milford Way podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, this is Izzy and Jay signing out. <laughs>